I hope you can hear the lovely storm in the background. It is just me today, and it's kind of my fault, but that's that's okay. It's still gonna be a fun time. It's like, I was gonna say it's like a date, but it's more like a convention where it's just me on a stage speaking to 12 people, but that's okay. Um, I hope you are all doing well. I'm doing okay. I've been thinking a lot about not only like this podcast, but like the ending of the school year because it's coming up so scarily quick. I'm graduating this year, which means I, oh my god, I have to start figuring out stuff and that's a little bit scary. I am doing online school this year because of the pandemic and I went into the school to drop off a donation for one of my clubs and I just like walking through the halls made me really emotional and I was a little bit embarrassed because I was like I'm a legal adult I need to get in track but also like I don't know it's just scary and a little bit sad I just spent my entire life here and I'm still going to college like here I'm going to community college first but anyway that was really fun I am giving this podcast over to Bren, and hopefully the other junior on here, Maggie, will also want to stay next year, and I'm looking forward to hearing everything. I'm talking as if this is the last episode. It's not the last episode. I'm just by myself today, Um, which is also my fault. Um, Last week, we recorded late to make sure, like, everybody had, like, everyone was available, basically, later, and so... This week, I was doing a project that was due at midnight, and it was taking me, like, many, many hours, and I was like, you know what, I'll, like, text, I'll text our, like, um, messaging group, and I'll be like, hey, we're gonna record later tonight as well, so I, I just felt like it would be best so I could, like, work on that and get it done and then research a case and then record and then edit, but, um, I don't know how to work technology that well, or at least not as well as I thought I could, because I definitely did not have my notifications on for our message, and I didn't know how to turn them on. I didn't realize that they weren't on in the first place. So I I text the message, like the group message around like maybe five, and I'm like, hey, we're like, we're going to record later tonight, just like a heads up if you can't if you, if they can't make it, it's fine. Like, we always make it work. And then I, um, I go on again around nine. I took a nap and I, <laughs> I did my project, but then I took a nap and I go on the group message around nine. And the first message I see is, I guess we're not recording tonight. And I like, <laughs> my heart like dropped a little bit. I'm like, huh? And I scroll back and everybody's like, can we record at 8? And everybody else agrees to record at 8. And then I just don't show up. And I host the Zoom meetings to record because I edit them. And they're just like, I don't know what to do because she's not answering. And it was completely my fault. And I was so, like, I was genuinely embarrassed to, like, reply at, like, 9-something. Like, oh, MG, I'm so sorry, guys. Um, and then I thought about... Because they were all, like, they were all busy now. They were all, like, going to bed. It was kind of late. And um, it would be unfair to be, like, no, like, you guys, like, we got to record. And um, at first I was, like, I just won't have an episode this week. And it'll be fine. But 
here I am. Just me. But that's okay. Um, I think it'll be okay, maybe. It's probably gonna be a shorter episode than usual because I am alone. But that's alright. I do have a case, though. I'm gonna put my little content warning here because it, I don't know, it just feels weird to, like, record a different warning and then start the episode when it's just me. It's just me here. Um, it is very, very gruesome. There's mention of murder, abuse, rape, all of that, especially. It's a, it's an older man and, like, a bunch of underage girls, and it's just, it is kind of a downer, and, um, if you would not like to listen to it, I completely understand. This is your time to click off, but, um, I'm gonna go ahead and get started with it. His name is Pedro Lopez, and he is a Colombian serial killer. My goodness. And he was sentenced for killing over 110 girls, which is crazy. Like, that, that's how much, like, that's how many people they could prove. And these girls are, like, young, young, like, girls, too. Like, they're children. And it's just so disgusting. I, I think I found this on TikTok, maybe? I was, which, OMG. Which is weird, also. I... This is going to get a little off topic. I've been thinking a lot about the podcast and I always, I thought it was like a little bit weird for me to start a true crime podcast because here's a little secret. I've never like been obsessed with it. Um, I did enjoy it. Like I do like watch documentaries sometimes. I like, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy hearing about it. If I like see a video like on my YouTube, like I don't know if it's like an explore page or I don't know what it's called, but, um, I'll, like, watch it sometimes, like, I'll watch them sometimes, um, and then with the Halloween, when I started, like, the Halloween series, I was kind of just, like, looking for an excuse to start a podcast, because I, I enjoy podcasting. I started, or I did one my freshman year when I did technical theater, and that's where I learned how to, like, edit audio, and then I always just wanted an excuse to start one again, but I didn't really have, like, the will to do it on my own. And also, like, I had no idea. So, like, when Halloween and, like, October came around, I was like, I'm not really doing anything for broadcast right now. And maybe this is my time to start a podcast. I didn't really have any ideas. And I was like, oh, it's October. I'll, like, do Halloween-themed podcast. And, um... Alina was on most of the episodes, and she's really into true crime, and I was like, this is kind of interesting. We can, like, um, you know, we can, we can do this. Like, we can start this. And then, um, December came around. We did a few Christmas episodes. Alina was on one of them, and we talked about more true crime, and it just was, like, a really good dynamic. And, um, I don't know. It worked. So, I was just like true crime, which I never would have thought that I would start talking about true crime like every week. That's just a little bit crazy to me. I like felt weird about it for a little bit, not gonna lie. And sometimes I think about it because there's a lot of, um, I feel like there's been like a big increase of like true crime content out like in the world. And, um, I don't know, sometimes it feels a little bit sticky which is, I don't know if that's, like, valid for me to say because I'm going to continue doing this podcast 
but sometimes I just feel like I don't realize that these are real people and this like affects real people and like I don't know it's just strange especially the crimes that haven't happened a terrible long time ago and like either their victims or like their family members are just like I don't know. It's just so public and it's so out there and pe it's human nature to be like that curious about stuff, but I don't know. Sometimes I just feel a little bit off, a little bit weird. Maybe like, I don't know. I don't make money off of this, obviously. It's for school, but the monetization of like other people's like worst, other people's like terrible things that happened in their lives, other people's trauma is like I don't know, it offsets me sometimes, but also it's, I don't know, I guess like indulging in true crime is better than doing crime. I don't think that's logically the next step if people didn't have like an outlet for that curiosity, but maybe, I don't know. Um, where was I? Anyway, so <laughs> Pedro Lopez at least killed over 110 girls. OMG. Did you hear my voice? That was so embarrassing. I'm not used to talking for this long. Um, I, to be perfectly honest, sometimes I'm a little bit tired and I'm not the person speaking most of the time. Um, so it's like a different... I also was a very quiet kid. This is all off topic, but that's okay. I have to fill my time, my minutes. Um, at least 110 girls. That's like... That's a lot. I can't, like, I, I'm, like, speechless. You can hear me. I'm cracking up over here. Um, he claimed to have raped and killed over 300, though, which is just so unsettling. He confessed to around 350, but they could only prove 110, which, I don't know, sometimes... We've talked about this before where, like, killers will up their numbers to, like, seem... I just... For some reason, I believe him because 110 is so much. I wouldn't be surprised if he could. Um, the span of the crimes lasted from 1969 to 2002, which is a long, long time. Um, and he's still, like, he could be out there. He was, like, most prominent during the 70s, and he's not locked up right now, which is crazy. Um, a direct quote from him, There is a wonderful moment, a divine moment, when I have my hands around a young girl's throat, which genuinely makes me want to throw up a little bit. I'm not even going to lie. It's, he's so disgusting, my goodness. Um... This was all around South America, mostly in Colombia. It's just... OMG. A lot of his crimes were brought into light during the, like, the, the 80s after a landslide in Ecuador exposed a bunch of bodies. Which is so... So disgusting. And a lot of... Like, it exposed that most of those bodies were his earlier victims which is so crazy. He would prey on, like, the kindness of the young girls. He would, um, 
he would pretend to be a victim posing as a salesman who was lost and he needed help getting out of the area and he would lure like the young girls away from their families often rape them and then murder them um and he claimed that he was committing the crimes to help the girls which is so twisted and gross in its own like thing but he he claimed that he would kill them so that they could get into heaven which mm, even if he was like crazy and religion was like part of his like whatever I don't think I think that was such like I don't want to say a cop out on his move I don't feel like that's the correct like respectful language for these victims but that just it was obviously like his own like disgustingness that like I don't know he was a pervert um I just think he said that for funsies basically which is disgusting anyway um merchants from a market saw him trying to get a young girl to leave the market with him just days after like the mass grave of 53 girls was uncovered by the landslide which 53 is crazy um the merchants cornered him and told the authorities and they arrested him he confessed to the murder of 300 girls which is so 300 my goodness um, he was sentenced to 16 years in prison, which just does not seem like a long enough time. Um, I'm all for prison reform. I think if you are, I don't know, you deserve another chance at life. But I think murder is like a little bit different, especially so many and literally young girls. And he's also admitting to other crimes as well and they gave him 16 years which I don't understand that maybe I should look more into like what happened in court but I just don't understand that he didn't even serve the full 16 too he served 14 years for for good behavior okay wait no I see I see okay so the maximum sentence in Ecuador at the time was 16 years and they didn't allow consecutive sentences so that's crazy and they just let him out i feel like that would inspire some rule changes but it didn't i don't oh my goodness okay and then he was just free in ecuador for an hour and then he was arrested again after he like got out but this time it was for illegal immigration and he was deported to colombia but in Colombia, he was eventually convicted of a 20-year-old murder. He, de he was declared insane, and he spent time in a mental asylum before he was declared sane. And then he was just released again in 1998. They just let him out. They were like, oh, he's good now. And he now he's out. <laughs> and then um, you would just, they don't know where he is basically they, ba they like they don't know where he is um there's talk there's a little gossip that he was um part of a 20 oh not 20 excuse me a 2002 murder but no one knows where he is no like that's so insane to me he just got away with so much 
16, he only come, he only really stayed in jail for 14, but 14 years is not, 14 years is not justice for those families and those actual children, like children. Most of them were, I think, I believe I read that they were like 8 to 11, most of them, which is so disgusting. He, and they just released him. I don't, I don't understand. Um, my goodness. Another thing that's really unsettling is, um, usually, like, serial killers are, like, they'll have, like, a signature thing that they do. Maybe they eat the victims. Maybe they whatever. Um, he would bury three or four in the same, like, shallow grave. Like, this man wasn't even trying, and they still didn't get him for so long. Um, he would also admit to playing, like, tea party with, like, the bodies, like, the dead bodies, which is so disgusting. His mother claimed to raise him very loving and caring. He claimed that he, he claimed that he was exposed to her, um, her sex work and he would watch her have sex with clients and that sometimes she would beat him and then when he was just eight years old he was caught like molesting his younger sister and then he was kicked out of the house which can explain some of his behavior not that anything is an excuse it's not an excuse but it kind of explains why he viewed things a certain way. Like, a, I don't know. But also, disgusting. I just... Why? <laughs> why is he out? I'm just... It's so, like, jaw-dropping to me. Um, born 1948. How old would he be? I literally can't do simple math. I'm. Can you tell I'm not in a math class this year? Um... 19. Ah, shoot. Okay, he would be 72. This man is very much, like, he could be very alive right now. Like, very, very alive. Um, which is a little bit scary. I know he's not, like, geographically, he's probably not around here. Around me. He also said, quote, I am a man of the century. No one will ever forget me, end quote. So disgusting. I just, I kind of wish my other pals were with me. Well, I do wish they were with me, but I, I just want to hear what they have to say about this. I just, and I wonder how he's like living now. Like where, where would he be? How like did he get away with so much? Yes, he targeted girls between 8 and 12, which is so disgusting. Um, my goodness. He also said that he lost his innocence at the age of 8, so he decided that he would do the same with as many girls as he could, which is disgusting. He was uh, diagnosed as a sociopath with avoidant personality disorder, but not a true psychopath. Um, just, I don't know. It's just so gross. Yep. Anyway, um, fun fact, he's, like, not, he's not directly mentioned, 
but he a lot of the times for like tv shows about like crime and stuff like you see like the black dahlia and stuff and american horror story he was mentioned on criminal minds or not mentioned but he had they had serial killers that would abuse children and then play like tea party with like the bodies and that was inspired by him and then in another episode there were um there was a killer that would target children between like 8 and 12 which is also like inspired of him it's like a retelling of a story but they didn't like give him credit or anything which I think is a better way of going about it like in a fictional show I don't unless it's like a documentary on it I think that would be like I don't know yeah so odd he you can find um pictures of him he's disgusting you can see him thanking God during his release in 1994 from the mental asylum and then he was just let out they just let him free which is crazy and disgusting. I said crazy and disgusting so much, but that's truly, I am at a loss for words. That's how I feel. That's how I feel inside. I think it's so gross. Um, yeah. And that's my little case for today. I feel a little bit sad now. I'm actually kind of sorry about that. I don't, yeah. I don't know if it was as, like, nauseating, surprisingly, as the cannibal last episode. But it's, it's, I think it's a close second to the most, like, all the stories that we told on here, it's a close second to the ones that make me feel so disgusting. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope y'all had a good time. I hope it wasn't too terrible. It was a shorter episode, I know. I hope it wasn't so terrible to listen to me talk for, like, what, half an hour? I don't know. Um, hopefully it doesn't happen again, though. I do have a book recommendation that is crime-related. Crime oh, my goodness. Um, when I went backpacking a few years ago, in Colorado, which if you know me is so out of character because I am just incredibly not only out of shape, but I like outside, I like how pretty it is, but I hate bugs and I like get bit by mosquitoes and like other bugs so much. And um I don't know why. Maybe I'm just they look at me and they think I'm an easy target and they're absolutely right. Like I I don't know. I just, they, they know, they know. I just know they know that I'm weak. Anyway, so I went with my, my father and my brothers and we drove all the way to Colorado. We stayed at this camp and then in the morning we backpacked like seven or eight hours into the mountains and my, my dad was warning me like through the weeks before he was like, hey, like make sure like you're like you know, you don't have to, like, get in shape, but you gotta, like, be able to hike in, all right, because you're gonna be carrying, like, a 70, 80 pound backpack, and I was like, no, that can't be right, like, I just assumed that I would be okay. I'm also 
the person that doesn't like to not prepare. I just, I think I have like more time than I do and then I don't do anything and then I don't have any time for anything. But I also ran a half marathon without training because I was like, I would be fine. I was not fine. That hurt very badly. Anyway, we hike up and um, I'm like, hey, do we have bug spray? It wasn't my job to pack bug spray. I like to have that included. It was not my job. I was like, hey, you have bug spray, right? And my dad was like, no. And I was like, why? And he was like, well, I haven't really had a problem with bugs. And no offense to him, but the bugs don't want you. Like, they don't want you. I don't know. Like, maybe they think I'm cute or something, but they don't want you. Like, the bugs don't want you. Why would you just assume that they don't want me to? Um, I counted my bug bites at the end of every night. I The most I've had was 247 on my right leg and 173 on my left. And they were, like, completely swollen. All of them were covered. I wore pants. They didn't care. They bit through my pants. Like, they don't care about me. I don't know. Um, and then it was just a terrible time. Um, during the day, it got a little bit hot, so I couldn't, like, stay in my tent. So I would walk down to um, a nearby waterfall, which was actually very beautiful. I'm complaining a lot for how, like, pretty it was, but the bugs, like, just took all the space in my mind. Also, I was terribly constipated. I I didn't have to mention that. I just felt like you'll needed to know so you can know what where my headspace was at. Um, we stayed up there for five days, I think, which is also a very long time. A very long time. Um, I would walk down to the waterfall during the day so the bugs couldn't get me there because it would just, it would be, also it was like cool because like the wind would blow a little bit and like it was a nice place to sit and I sat and I read the book Misery and then at night I would go into my little tent and I would turn on my reading light and I would continue to read it. I finished it in two days. I should have brought another book but everybody was like bullying me for it because they were like oh it's so heavy like you already have to carry so much weight why you don't need three books you only need one I needed another book I also was desperate enough to download like I went on TikTok and I just I scrolled down like my for you page and like my following and I just downloaded TikToks on my phone but I didn't watch them first so I would have entertainment of some sort and that honestly great choice. Mega mind choice right there. I just, I fully used all my brain power for that and I'm so thankful I had that. I also downloaded a few like podcast episodes which I didn't download enough. I only had like two or three and I listened to them so many times like over and over again because I was just so like I had to get my mind off of the bugs. I couldn't do it. The point I'm trying to make is that book, Misery by Stephen King, is a wonderful book. I know Stephen King is a little bit, like, um, he's a bit eccentric. He's a bit not the favorite among, like, people. But he, he writes a good book. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, it's about a author who gets in a car wreck. And then this, um, this retired nurse takes him into her home. And she's like, oh... I'll, like, take care of you for a little bit. By the way, I'm, like, your biggest fan. 
And after a while, she was, like, nice, and she was like, I don't like what you did with your last book, by the way. Can you change that? And, um, he's like, no. You can, like, read the chapter I'm, like, writing right now if you want, but, like, I'm not going to change anything. Um, and she read it, and she was like, this is, no, like, you, you have to, like, write it differently. And she was, like, obsessed, and she was, like, obsessed with him, and, like, she, I don't know. It's so interesting. It's so telling. I never thought I would be interested in a book that literally only has one setting. But it, it, and like two characters, like no one else is really like, they like mention other people, but it's, it's only like them too. And it's so like, I was on the edge of my little seat. Truly. It's such a good book. And she gets, just gets more aggressive, more violent, more crazy and obsessive as the book goes on. And it's just a really good read. And I recommend that if you like, if you like listening or like reading about like crime stories, it's not real, which puts my little heart at ease sometimes. But it is like truly so, so good. I like my jaw physically drops so many times. And yeah, and I think that's it for my episode today. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope it wasn't unbearable. Um, I hope to have a lot more friends next week. I think that'll be more fun. But thank you so much for tuning in. I hope I have a tendency to get off topic and not finish my original thoughts, and I hope it wasn't that bad. I literally don't even remember the last half hour. I think I blacked out. Anyway, I will see you next week. Have a good day.